Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you just say it's time? Stay calm. <laughs> You can't just sit here and cry. Oh, I can't so just sit here and cry. Best thing for everybody, and the safest thing is just wear it. Get used to it. It's not that much of a burden, uh, and to just put on the mask. Or I'm gonna lose my freaking mind. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Vent Lab. Totally non-controversial topic, Vent Lab. We are not discussing any of that. Any of what? What you put in the intro? I don't know there. what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. And talk about anything. <laughs> and we're not going to talk right. about. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about something, but yeah, it's definitely it. not that non-controversial stuff. We're going to talk about uh, water stuff. Actually, randomly. Uh, does every single topic today like Have revolve around water? To do with water. At least for the time being, until we totally derail and take a direction we never would have anticipated. That will most definitely happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it uh, might have something to do with water. We'll freaking wait and you see, just have dude. To find out. That's the exciting part of the vent lab. Uh-huh. Every week, it's like a totally different train wreck. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> like our Friday night live stream. Oh my gosh! If you have not seen or heard last uh, podcast episode, episode eighty-five. Rebecca and I eat some spicy cheese. Very spicy ghost pepper cheese. Ghost. It was so hot. That it, was the first time I'd ever had ghost pepper. How was your how was your experience? Painful. It hurt. Uh, Though you told me there was going to be fire poop and I did not experience fire poop. Yeah, a spoiler. Um there was no fire poop after. There was no spicy turds, no aftermath. Nothing, dude. A little disappointing because I was completely okay with it. I wanted you to experience it because it's something I, I experience pretty frequently. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it's it's kind of like that feeling afterwards. You know, whenever you like use mouthwash or something and uh-huh. like you breathe in cool air and it's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like that. But your butthole. Afterwards. Okay. Wow. And it's like, whoa, this is a weird feeling. It's interesting. I really wish you got to experience it. So it's like your butthole is gasping for air? Uh, (laughs) I've been there. (laughs) Yes, uh, precisely. Uh, Anyway. Do you want to hear something totally random? Yes. I think I pulled a muscle in my finger. Really? Yes. And there's one of two possible culprits. Okay. Or it could be a combination of both. One, because of how I hold my hand on the mouse every day and I'm constantly clicking with my pointer finger on my right hand. Mm -hmm. It's the pointer finger that's really sore right now. Like it's like bruised to the touch. It feels like it's it's like up close to my like knuckle that's like on my hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it kind of feels like like, growing pains. It feels like it's bruised. Like I keep looking at it to see if there's a bruise or if it's swollen and it's not. Okay. Second possible culprit, my phone. I have a pop socket on the back and Mm -hmm. I'm always holding like I've got the pop socket and the web between my two fingers. Right. And so that that finger's always bent a little weird to support the pop socket to hold my phone up accurately. Totally a a real life problem (sighs) that you're experiencing. Yeah. No, I totally. And I just had like a sucky day anyway. And Nathan, I was supposed to have my clear liners yesterday, you know, my my like things to straighten my teeth uh-huh. that I've been super excited about. They were supposed to come in the mail yesterday. Oh, no. I was going to do the podcast with them in. I've been so excited to get started on this. So then I was like, well, for sure they'll come in today. Well, those didn't come in today. Oh my. Unacceptable. I know. And then I had like a really bad day at work. I was just in such a mood today, and then my finger is hurting. I don't know if I can get workman's comp, because that's probably caused by my work of clicking on that mouse constantly all day. It's true. Does insurance cover that? You might have to go see, like, Get a a finger surgery? Yeah. Maybe I have carpal tunnel in my finger. Do they have, like, finger chiropractors that you could go see, maybe? I have had my fingers, like popped by a chiropractor before. Really? And my ankles. That's a really good feeling. Is that a chiropractor? Yeah. I, I always thought chiropractor just did stuff with like the neck and the back. 
Is I it mean, just a primarily, bone, but a bone doctor. They they do work a lot with the bones. Yes, uh, and bones and joints. Chiropractors. Interesting. It's great. I enjoy going to the chiropractor. I have never been. Well, you should go sometime. Cool. All right. Anyway, changing subjects. <laughs> what do we have on the agenda for today? Well, we mentioned earlier that we're talking a lot about water. Right. So we have this one really cool story about this couple who has lived for 29 years on an island that they built themselves. Oh. Yeah. Define built themselves. Okay, they're both artists. Okay. And they, they weren't making a lot of money and they had big dreams to be living in a loft and this luxurious place and selling their art for a lot of money. Right. But as typically happens to artists they weren't good enough hence the term starving artist it's really hard to make money as an artist gotcha and so they decided they were going to create their own like oasis by using recycled materials now here's how they figured out that this is what God was telling them to do. Like, they didn't say God, but they said this was the message received. Okay. (laughs) Some, like, wood floated up on the shore of a friend's house, and they were like, I could use this to build an island. (laughs) Whoa, that wood floats really good. Literally, that wood (laughs) that floated up on the beach at their friend's house was is part of the foundation of where they currently live. Live. They like look down at this log and see a bunch of like bugs living on it, and they're like, oh, "That's a good idea. Actually, I could get behind that." Okay, this island weighs one million pounds. Whoa, it's a lot of trash. And yeah, it's all recyclable material or recycled materials. They they didn't pay for anything though. They did exchange this- art for some things. Wow. Yes. So does this just look like a big pile of floating garbage? Kind of. It looks. From a distance, it looks kind of like a theme park because of all of the bright colors. But like upon further investigation, it looks like a bunch of like rundown dock houses. You know, like if you go to like where you put your boat in the water and stuff, there's always like a dock house where you can do like boat rentals and get bait or whatever. Not much to it. It's just kind of If it was like, but some of them are nice. So we're not talking about the nice ones. We're talking about ones that are more barely hanging in there. Something that you could maybe get for free. Yeah. If all of those crash together in like a big storm or something. Okay. That's what it looks like. You know what this sounds like? Huh? Art. That's what they're claiming. It looks like a big pile of trash trash to me. There <laughs> it's are some modern art, Rebecca. Okay. You wouldn't understand. Listen, there are some cool features because they don't ever have to leave this place. And the only way to get to this place is by boat. It's tethered to an island or like a shore. Right. It's not tethered to like the sea or the ocean. Is the sea and the ocean a different thing? Uh, it's yeah, all there's water. Seas, you know? and there's then a Mediterranean there's sea. Mediterranean. This, this Medi- one, I believe, is Medi- an ocean. Metabolic. So, so they're tethered to the shore. So they're not going to float like further out. But they have greenhouses. They have like five greenhouses. They even have like a waste management system, you know, for sewage? like poop Ooh. and trash in general, though I. I don't believe they have a lot of trash, but they grow all of their food. They must be vegetarians because I don't see any like cows or anything. There might be chickens. I don't know. I don't see any animals on this island. Hmm. Doesn't mean that they're not there. That's kind of surprising because I feel like that'd be a good source of compost. But at the same time, they could just use like whatever food compost or, you know, apples and bananas. here's, Here's one cool feature to it. Um, like the floor lifts up in their living room uh-huh. so they can just fish from their couch. Oh, so they're not vegetarians because they eat fish. Oh, I guess some call. vegetarians eat fish. Yeah. Fish aren't real animals. <laughs> so I was reading about this because my first thought was like, okay, hold on. Can anybody build an island on the ocean? Right. Like, did they have to buy a, a beach or something? Or like ocean space like i own this much surface of 
the Atlantic Ocean or something. Right. Like, how is real estate or, on the ocean? Or is it free, like, free for everybody? Just free real estate. I mean, if you want hey. to build your own island on the ocean, build your own island on the ocean. <laughs> so I looked it up. What's the case? What's the verdict? It's actually pretty expensive to be able to do this. Really? They're, they're, okay. So if you want to do this, the best way to do it is to make yourself like your own state. Like, I declare I'm Crockett State or right. whatever. That's the best you can come up with? However, you... <laughs> yes, that's right. the best I could come up with. Kind of lame. Come up with. Well, what would your state be called? The Imagination Station. Okay. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's what I thought. Anyway, so you have to get several other states in that country to agree to allow you to be a state. And they suggest this website that I was on suggested that you go to bigger states that have like their own army and Texas stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you definitely want to go to Texas and they said you need to do it quickly (laughs) before somebody else can push you out and be like, no, we don't want them to be a state. You have to go ahead and establish your state and start building your island immediately. They even suggested that you begin building the island and then call yourself a state. Is this like a Facebook group or something? You know what? There's a Facebook group for everything. I bet that you can find it. But there was another thing that you could like, I don't remember what it's called, where you announce your whatever and you don't have to abide by the rules of that country because you're like your own country. Oh, yeah. You become like an independent nation type thing. Yes. Okay. But what's that called? Not independent nation. Sovereign nation. Sovereign nation. Yes. Yeah. But all of this actually cost a lot of money because you're going to have to like buy like the beach or something that you're going right. to be tethered to or which raises the question these people weren't making a lot of money no they so did this did to they afford, save money how did they afford enough money of course this was 29 years ago so maybe uh maybe ocean real estate was cheaper back then or maybe they didn't have to abide by all of these rules at oh, that time oh you think they got grandfathered they start, in yeah they just started building how do you get grandfathered into the ocean well they're about that age where they're already grandparents. Here's, I don't know that they ever had kids. Here's here's something I just thought about. You have like those big oil tankers that are out in the ocean. Yeah. You know, you think that like they have that, to buy that like drill for oil. Yeah. The huge ones. Yeah. You think that they have to buy land in the ocean. They probably have to pay tax or something at like least. Just an for- ocean tax. Because it should be the same thing for these people, right? Like, same process? I don't know the answer to that. Oh. Anyway, I also thought about storms. Like, do they have to go on land whenever there's a storm? Because their entire environment is all floating. Like, nothing is tethered to the ground. But it's tethered to the shore. Right, but what if it's tethered? So it would be like, like being on a really big ship. I guess this island is like two city blocks. So it's... I guess it's two million pounds. It's one million pounds. It's one million pounds. Okay. Was that before or after the residents were on it? Because that adds, you know, there's not much to do on an island. I imagine you would get this island looked like it was so much work to, to keep yourself alive, to keep the island up and to grow your food and harvest your food and everything that you cannot take a day off. Yeah. You know, I was actually, I was reading through that article and I was pretty on board with the idea of it until I read the lines. We can't order pizza. Now I don't order pizza a whole lot. I'm not even really that big of a pizza connoisseur. I enjoy pizza, but not like pizza hut pizza, like good kind of pizza, you know, anyway, I like pizza, Hut. Pizza. but I thought, Shoot, he's totally right. Like, you can't just go out and eat food. And that's one of my favorite things, Rebecca, is going out and getting food with some pals. And if not food, a hot beverage. These people really like not being around people. Apparently. Which I found that I really don't like being around people because I've handled this whole pandemic and being isolated quite well. Though I'm getting to the point where... I've decided there is some people that I do miss. Yeah. 
Yeah. But that's pretty typical. You know, you got your friends. But they've managed 29 years on this island where they barely, barely leave. Though, if I could create an island, two city blocks, and have all of my best friends live in separate houses on that island. But if one of the friends was like acting weird and you just didn't like him anymore, would you vote him off your island? Would you have to have like a ceremony? (laughs) Yes, maybe. Uh, as long as that ceremony is more like Survivor and not like Lord of the Flies, or you just murder them. I've never seen that movie. Neither have I. I only saw one scene, and it it involved murdering a child. So, oh god, I got a I got a bad a bad opinion on that movie. It was very frightening as a little Nathan. It was on TV too. Like what the heck? Oh man, it was freaking rough. I tried to look up the oil rig thing, and I can't um, find. Weird. Anyway, yeah, how that works. I, I I think that'd be cool. I certainly couldn't do it. I would go absolutely nuts not being... i go nuts just living in Wellsville and being 15 minutes away from the nearest Walmart. Like, I can't imagine living 25 minutes off the coast and being like, ah, shoot, you want to go see your friends? You got to get in a boat, go 25 minutes and then hop in a car or a bike or something or have them come pick you up at the dock and then go hang out plus these people said because they spend so much time in isolation they get like like they don't get seasick they get city sick uh-huh they get land sick uh, like they they feel land locked land locked even yeah like all their senses are firing at rapid paces because there's so much noise and action and everything i just couldn't do that man I, I'm too extroverted, and I'm not even that extroverted. You know what? I want to know what our listeners would name their island if they built their own island in the ocean. That's a good point. Yeah. What would you name your island? And give me some ideas for a name for my island, because Crockett Island doesn't sound very good. What if, what if you called it, like, something Rebecca's Space Station? Rebecca's Safe Space Station. Like... Like the celebrity rocket, right. Rebecca Crockett, celebrity rocket. But Rebecca's like a sa- like a space station for the rocket, but like a safe space. What? Where do rockets? <laughs> where do rockets launch from? What's that? A called? launch pad. Mm, you could, space I guess station. you could call it the launch pad. I don't know. Let us know. Eight one six seven eight seven one five eleven. Yeah, think up something better for me than what Nathan just did. <laughs> That wasn't bad, though. It was better than whatever you made up. Okay, so here's another idea that somebody came up with. Okay. Um, I believe this is in England. This this place was going to build a floating hotel in Swansea. In Swansea? Swansea. But somebody bought the boat out from underneath of them. They had this great plan, and it, was, it wasn't it was going to be for everybody. It's a boat. You could have a party there. You know, it, it's just for overnight. It's not a long stay. You can have a bachelor party there, which they called a stag. A, a stag do. This is Ireland, right? No, that that comes later in the story. We're, oh, okay. we're still in England. Oh, well, okay. Well, either way, in, in the UK, they call bachelor parties stag parties. Uh-huh. Anyway. Stag do's, right? Yeah. Okay, so they said this is it, this is more for people that, that stay in hostels or traveling fans for swans or ospreys games. Uh, yeah. Sports, I, I'm going to guess rugby or cricket. So I'm 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 gonna say that this wasn't for like your high class travelers. Ooh, or lacrosse. More of like a independent, short, not spending a lot of money. Yeah, they're th- not focused so much on the stay. This is like you come in, you sleep, you leave the next day kind of thing. Yeah, on board this ship, they could host forty nine people. It would have a coffee shop, bar, restaurant, and room for live entertainment on the top of the deck in the summer. It would have it would have created twelve, Nathan, twelve full time jobs. Really? Mm-hmm. That is so many for an entire boat. Mm-hmm. That's twelve full time jobs. Not a lot. This was somebody's dream. Okay. This was somebody's dream to have this floating hotel, 
But somebody else had a similar idea. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Bought the boat right out from underneath of them when they had already made plans. Uh, like the plans were drawn up. They knew exactly what they were going to be doing. Somebody buys the boat out from underneath of them. But while the boat was being moved from one place to somewhere in Ireland, guess what happened? Pirates. The boat sank. Oh. And I am suspicious that maybe something was done to this boat when it was purchased by somebody else, thus killing their <laughs> dream. You thought I was going to hit it again. Yes, and I think you were going to hit it again, and your finger slipped, and you missed yeah, the button. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, so after it left the... Listen to the name of this dock. After it left Sharpness Docks... (laughs) Who wants to dock in Sharpness Docks? Not, uh... I don't know. On On its way to its new home in Ireland... It sank about 12 miles west of South Stack near Hollyhead... As it attempted the crossing... To Coleraine, Northern Ireland. Man, what a bummer. Somebody's dream. Two people's dreams went down. Yeah. That's a, is that what you call a dream boat? When it sank, it was, yeah, I mean. I was just curious. All right. Anyway, continue. That's it. It sank. Though, though this company, the Swansea Project. Mm-hmm. They're just saying we've put our plans for the floating hotel on hold. Oh, so they still got plans for it. Yeah, we've not put it totally to bed yet. Well, tell you what. They have put it totally to the seabed. Rebecca, I tell you what. Uh I I tell you what. What if whenever whenever they get get Swansea 2.0 up, Uh they get out on the water, what if we... Take a trip to Ireland. Uh-huh. And we check this thing out. Okay, but it's not in Ireland anymore. With Jay West. It was <laughs> right. Don't, don't be weird about it. <laughs> Freaking weirdos. It it sank on the way to Ireland, but that was with the other buyer. But this original buyer in England. Oh. Um, it says myself and Lee decided to invest in Copper Bar in Swansea, and that's the project we got on at the moment. Gotcha. So they said, "All right, the boat didn't work out. We're gonna make a copper bar instead, and then uh, and then they're gonna proceed with Swansea." You know what? There's a lot of words I don't understand here because I can't tell if they're talking about a place or (laughs) a thing, and so I don't know what copper bar is. But anyway, they still plan on having this floating hotel at some point. It's just that their dreams went down in the sea. Yeah, they sunk. They sunk. Rough stuff. I love how innovative people are, though. Yeah, dude. I'm all about that stuff. I think it's kind of scary. I don't have uh, thassophobia or anything like that. And you don't I'm have really what? Thassophobia. And I'm not really scared what, of, like, what's thassel- open waters. What's thassophobia? The, the, the fear of what's under the ocean. Oh, okay. Um, Did I tell you my story about the weird thing in the ocean that kind of freaked me out? The weird thing? The weird thing. Weird. W-I-E-R? A very weird thing. Not weird. Oh. <laughs> the weird thing. When I was in Hawaii. No. So my dad and I swam really far out in the ocean. Yeah. Where like the beach was pretty far off. Right. Like it, lo- it looked a little like my dad and I are both really good swimmers. So wow. we went pretty far out. We were in Hawaii. So we were like, let's, let's just, just do this. Let's swim to... California. Yeah, let's just do this. So we swam out there and we're just kind of treading water, like talking to each other. Like, how amazing is it? We're in Hawaii in November and it's just so beautiful. And all of a sudden, I felt something go under my feet, like just rubbing up against my feet. Was it Jonathan Weir? (laughs) Sorry, I'm still in the Weir thing. 
And then Gross. I looked at my dad's face and his eyes got big because I hadn't said anything yet. I yeah. was still kind of like, uh. And then my dad's eyes got big and I was like looking at him and he's looking at me. And we both did not say words. We just turned and swam back to shore like as as fast as we could. Like it was something big enough that it touched both of our feet at the same time. Dude, that sounds awesome. It, w- it would have been awesome if I would have known what it was and it wasn't something scary. If you had the option to free dive with a big old whale, would you? I would do that. With like a whale? Uh-huh. Or what What? What wouldn't you free dive with? Would you free dive with sharks if you knew? If, if, if the tour guide was like, there's only like one accident a year, just just follow the rules... Don't I do would, anything stupid. No, I don't think I would free dive with sharks. I would probably go in the cage. Yeah. Regardless of all the movies I've seen where that's gone wrong. See, I, I feel, would still do that. I feel like the cage is scarier because it's like implying that something bad will probably happen. You know, like I, I would. Is, is, I, I, is that what you feel when you put a seatbelt on in the car? I don't put seatbelts on because okay, I feel like right. that implies that something bad will happen. <laughs> No, but it's like, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I'd get claustrophobic and it's like. Uh, well, you can still get out of the cage whenever you want. It just keeps bigger things from getting in. Right. But it's like the like the cage is like, no, you are in danger. Uh-huh. That's why we're putting this cage around you. But I feel like if they're like, no, 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 you're not in danger. Then I'm like, oh, cool. I'm not in danger. I'll just remain calm. So I watched a movie recently. It was like one of those cheesy movies where like the girls are like playing around. And they're like, we're going to go diving with sharks. And then something like truly bad happens. Is this Jaws? No, no. It's like, I don't even remember what it was called. But this kind of freaked me out because the girls were in the cage and one of them was getting out. And I don't remember like all the premises around it. I just remember that like the chain on the boat that was holding it snapped. Oh, and the cage quickly went all the way down to the bottom, but the girl couldn't get out because it was falling so fast because the cage was so heavy. Mm-hmm. And if it, it went, took her all the way down to the bottom of the ocean, but her leg went through the bottom <gasps> of the cage and it fell on her leg, like oh. busted her leg. So she was stuck under there. And she only had so much oxygen left in her tank. And the other girl had to try to get down to her. But there was a shark that was coming after the other girl that was trying to get her. Of course. And then, yeah, somebody ended up dying. I bet. Yeah. That kind of freaked me out. Yeah, that's rough. How I'd did her leg it, get underneath if the thing was falling so fast? You know, her leg could have been out like the side of it or something, and it just slammed down on the side. Yeah. I don't remember, but somehow her leg got caught. Interesting. It happens. Yeah. When cages plummet to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, that's rough. Uh-huh. If you uh, let me figure out let me just phrase this more simply. What's your what, what animal, mammal, creature are you most scared of? I don't like being surprised by snakes. I'm talking like you are face to face with this animal, no cage, no guard. You are in its element. You're in its element and it's like you're face to face with this thing. Probably, I'd probably be more scared of like a lion or a tiger than I would be of a bear. Yeah. Because of their speed. Right. Well, in a bear, you can just run down a hill, climb up a tree, and you're good to go. Right. Yeah. We'll need to get Dwight's expert opinion on that. <laughs> I think, I think I'm most scared of alligators. Really? Alligators freak me out. Because they're so fast, you don't expect them to be that fast. They grab you and they do that death roll. Uh-huh. And it's not even like, like I feel like, now granted lions and tigers, they can swim pretty darn well, I'm sure. But I feel like if you're close to a body of water, you might have a better chance of swimming away from one. Possibly. But. I guess it's scary, the thought of getting attacked in the water because you can't see what's happening. Right, but here's the thing about alligators. It doesn't matter if you're on land or if you're in water. They're going to outrun you, outpace you, no matter what. But what it, I heard that if you run at a zigzag, they can't keep up with you because they can't turn as fast. Or are they a sniper in the distance? Just freaking serpentine away from them? They can't hit you. Well, no. if you just keep turning and turning, and they have to keep turning and turning. But how sharp are these turns? Down. 
and how Wh- how, sh- how however quickly- sharp they need to be to create distance between you and the gator and how quickly do you have to start making these serpentines do you like start with a hard left or do you run straight for a little bit and then make a hard left i would run straight for a little bit until it was starting to gain ground and then I'd be making the hard left. See, that's the thing. I don't think you have time. And then I'd make the hard right. These bad boys are so fast. Left, and you ever right, s- left, right. You ever see those like, like You know the what? I just ones? that's the only thing I know to do. Or climb a tree because I don't think they can climb trees. <sighs> They're just so scary. I legitimately am scared probably more of the idea of encountering a crocodile or an alligator in the wild than any other creature. No, I'm st- even like I'm a lion still with or like a the lion or tiger because I feel like I would drown pretty fast. Think about this. And I, I've almost drowned before and it was quite soothing. And so I don't have a fear of drowning anymore. You see, you see those, but you're not drowning. Your legs are getting torn off by the death roll jaws. Yeah, but I feel like they'd keep you underwater and you would drown. I don't think so. Anyway. Do you know they, like, store you someplace, too? Alligators? Like they might not eat you right away. They'll store you, like, under an embankment or something. That makes sense. Because, uh-huh. uh, anyway, I hate those. snack on you. But here's the thing, right? You ever see, like, those uh, videos of, like, people who are out just hanging out with tigers or lions? And it's kind of, like, playing around. Like, it's just a big old cat. Well, I've seen that with alligators, too. Oh, show me. You know me. what you should be afraid of? Stingrays? No, hippos. That, that was my third guess. Mm-hmm. They look cute, but they are lethal. Yeah, they kill more They'll animals. Kill they kill more people than like anything else because people always think they're uh, they're so they're cute. And they're dang fast in the that water. That Christmas song, the the girl that wants oh, the hippopotamus for Christmas. Yeah, no, she's gonzo. If her parents but her teacher are says the hippo enough, is a vegetarian. No, her her teacher's wrong. I thought hippos were vegetarians. They eat humans, Rebecca. I thought they just killed humans. They don't eat them. No. Well, they I just cute. They just kill them for vegetarian. They kill them for sport. Uh, they just kill for sport. I saw a video of a hippo chasing a boat in the water. Oh, that's frightening. It was so scary. It was like a whale, but it was a hippo. That fast. Have you seen the Nuts. hairless guinea pigs that look like baby hippos? Yes, I have. Less terrifying, but still a little (laughs) bit terrifying. Did you know, fun fact, um, that there are pink dolphins in the Amazon Ocean, Amazon River? Wait, what? Yeah, there's pink dolphins in the Amazon River. Tell me more. Uh, Well, they're dolphins in the Amazon River, and they are pink. Show me a picture. All right, okay. I don't believe you. You can can look it up. Uh, I pushed something on the computer. I thought I stopped the... uh, Recording? Yeah, I was like, oh, frick. Um, pink dolphins, not point pink. Are they albino dolphins, dolphins or they? No, it's just... just something about the water, uh, and the pigmentation of their skin. Okay, so I'm looking at this pink dolphin. It looks some. I think it's the lighting that makes them look more pink than they probably are. They're more of like a gray with a pink tone. No, dude. What do you a mean? Pink or a purplish tone. Look at this picture. That's obviously pink. Yeah, but I think it was just like a, a really good picture with the right lighting. Okay. But like but, if you but if, if you right were like right up next the sun, to it. Is it not like, is that not the natural color? What about that? That's gray and pink. But the pink is very obviously pink. How do I not know about pink dolphins? It's wild, right? And they're, to my knowledge, only in the Amazon Ocean. Uh, river. Why do I keep saying ocean? They have a lot longer nose, like a more narrow nose. Too. Yeah, it's like a different breed or species. But I, I think if they were in the ocean, for one thing, they'd probably die because these are freshwater. But um, I think they would probably be gray if they were in the actual ocean. I'm not sure why they're pink. I could probably watch a YouTube video on it or something. But anyway, isn't that wild? Regardless, that is super cool. Pink. Dolphins in the Amazon River. Dolphins are not so scary. No, they aren't. They will rape you, though, and that's a little scary. <laughs> I've heard that before. You never heard that? No, I have heard oh, that one. Oh, yeah. They're freaking weirdos. Flipper. Ugh, stay away. Keep your distance. I swam with dolphins when I was in the Bahamas, which you know what? The Bahamas aren't letting Americans in right now because of our coronavirus numbers. Yeah, the freaking turntables, doesn't it? Yeah. It's wild. 
That's okay. I don't mind. I really enjoyed being in the Bahamas. I'd like to go back again. Yeah, same. But, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, enough talk about coronavirus. Yeah, that okay, was uh, so people 15 have been too long. Really, really innovative during this pandemic brought on by the coronavirus. Oh, okay. We're going back to it. Nice. <laughs> so we had the people that created their own island. Yes. That's not during, you know, the pandemic. But, but I bet they're perfectly safe out there. Yeah. And then what was the other story we talked about? Oh, um, the the hotel boat right. that sunk, but they're not giving up on it. Okay, so this is a little closer to home. This is in Orlando, Florida. Hey. A floating cinema with socially distanced boats is okay. coming to Florida. I love this idea. A it's floating like cinema. they're like small boats. Okay. And it's like the cinema is like just a screen set up like on a beach front or something like that, just on, on the waterfront. Right. And then you have these boats floating out in the water that have like a little canopy over them and eight total people can sit in them and you're only sitting in family units. So you're not going to have like strangers in your boat with you. Right. It's like it's eight just, people per boat. Right? Yeah. Up to eight people. Which isn't very per social boat. distancing, but you know, whatever it's less well, than 10. That's why it's just your family. Right. It's just family units or friends because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not my family, even though sometimes it feels like you are. But um, so are they anchored? Still go with us. Are they anchored or something? How do they keep from not like uh, bumping into each other? I'm not 100 percent sure of that, and it does not say here. But considering all boats can have an anchor that you just throw over the edge, and it'll hold you in one spot. Yeah, that's probably the case in this situation. Here, here's the catch. These boats, this little theater mm-hmm. thing, it's it's only going to be there temporarily, like five days. They expecting a storm or something? No, no, no. It's just <laughs> here's here's what I think is going on because it says that this floating cinema is going to be in select places throughout the United States. I think this is like a traveling theater thing. Oh. I think they're taking these boats on the road. Coming to a beach near you. Yeah, and I would be so happy if it came to like some lake here in Kansas. Yeah, one of our beaches. I would be so excited. One thing I really miss during this pandemic that we're not going to talk about is going to movies. Mm -hmm. Like, I really miss that. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite things to do. And like I know some movie theaters are open, but it's there's no new movies and I'm not going to pay money to go see an old movie unless it was in a boat. Yeah, it's true. I feel like I had another dream recently about going to the movie theater. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I don't remember what though. It was just a movie. It was just a dream about going to the movie theater. I'm so glad you brought that up. Oh, you so know what? What it was? I was I was getting snacks and stuff or something like that. Anyway, I ended up with uh, like a twelve pack of donuts. It was wild. Um. Anyway, again, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, that was there's a, really a lot awesome of details story. there that I'm leaving out. But it's fine. It's whatever. It's just went to a movie theater. It, it wasn't a good experience at the movie theater. I don't think I even got to see the movie. I went cool, to cool, watch. Cool, cool, cool. So the other cool thing about this okay. is free popcorn for everyone attending. Really? Yeah. And other movie snacks and drinks will be available for purchase. Hmm. Like, how cool is that? This kind of sounds like... This sounds like it could be a really good idea turned into a whole lot of uh, plastic in the water. You know, like people eating snacks unless they were like no plastic snacks or something or like. Okay, but there's 12 to 24 boats. So I feel like this can be monitored fairly easily. Yeah. Or if they put something around the back of all the boats to like catch anything that they. Like a net or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. But this is so like innovative. Like somebody was like, I'm in the movie business and the pandemic has wrecked my business. But they take this crazy idea and just run with it. Yeah. And I bet that's a pretty good moneymaker. And I don't even think it's like just during the pandemic. I think that can continue to be a moneymaker. Yeah. You know, I really, I, I kind of anticipated this, this, but um, I, I figured we'd see a lot of innovation during this pandemic. You know, if there's one thing that stirs up creativity it's being stuck at home for hours on end either that or laziness i think you're 
you're either going to go one way or the other. Either see, you're going to be like, you know what? Right. No, I'm going to watch every show on Netflix forever. Or you're like, you know what? I'm going to reassess my life <laughs> and figure out how to make it better. And I would argue that most people have had both of those. Moments. I was going to say, <laughs> I believe I have done all of the above during the pandemic. Yeah. But one really cool thing I have done and you have done is created the studio that we're in in it's my true. house during the pandemic. Yeah. We this... went from having to go to another studio in Lenexa mm -hmm. every week and now it's just my house. Yeah. It kind of went from like, all right, well, we'll use it for the live streams. Like it's set up bare bones, but it's set up to full blown we can use this every single episode and yeah. it's freaking dope. It's so nice. We have our, our chairs and lights and yep. snacks. And the camera and everything. Lots and then we'll snacks. have a, a new And you computer. get dinner before the show. Yeah. No, I eat dinner at <laughs> your house twice a week now. Like, what the heck? And we had extra guests tonight. Yeah. I'm getting to meet your neighbors and <laughs> your, like... Daughter's, My daughter's friends. friends. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. We all had hamburgers on the grill tonight, though mine was definitely a veggie burger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Delicious, by the way. Jay West, great job. Speaking of um, eating a lot of snacks during mm -hmm. the pandemic, so I don't think you've gained any weight. I, I. Ooh, but I have. Really? A last, the last two or three times I've checked, 140. Wait, what were you? Yeah. 138? Uh, I've I've been somewhere between 135 and like 138 for the last like four years. So I was on it. Like I guessed yeah. it exactly. Yeah. Correct. I But I think this may have been the longest I've consistently stayed at 140. And I'm trying to hit like that 145, even if it means I get a little belly, because once I hit that, then I can really start working out and turn all that fat into some nice muscle and i can actually look like i have meat on my bones for the first time in my life i remember the days when i was trying so hard to gain weight because i was so tired of being so skinny and everything i tried didn't work i couldn't gain any weight and now i'm like i'm barely yeah. eating anything and i'm still gaining weight like look at what you is now wrong with me wow yeah anyway I gained a little weight during the pandemic, but it's nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing jeans right now, so that's good. Did you buy these jeans after the pandemic? I did not. Oh, so I, these are uh, pre-pandemic jeans. These are. These pre are. Pre-pandemic pants, if you will. Actually, pants that I fit in before the pandemic, and, and now still I'm fit in still them fitting now. in them. Nice. Yes. Yeah, but I'm also hoping when I get my teeth liners to straighten my teeth yeah. that I can't snack anymore. And so that'll really help. A forced diet. Forced diet. Inter intermittent fasting. Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, some people have gained more than the quarantine 15 or the COVID-19. And you know those gondola boats in Venice? <laughs> yeah. So they've had to cut back on how many people they're allowing on those boats because they, they're being nice. They're saying tourists, but you know they're saying Americans. Uh, yeah. Way Are we even too allowed in there? much. I, they must be accepting people because wow. um, they have this article here. Or maybe they're just preparing for when we come back after <laughs> right. quarantine. They're it's like, oh, my gosh, those people have gained some weight. We're going to have to reduce the number of people we allow on the gondola rides. So I think they, they were allowing six. So they're only going to allow five people to accommodate for the weight gain that they have noticed from tourists. And they said when there's too much weight on the boats, the boats start taking in water. Oh, my God. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, well, one, the poor gondola guy. It's not like he has a motor or something. He's standing on the back rowing it. Like, right. he's got to use his strength to push that weight. And so the more weight that's in the boat the more strength he has to, to, to row with. Is this real life? Uh-huh. This feels like something that'd be on Wally. -E. No, no, this is real life. And then, <laughs> can you imagine the boat starts taking on water? Oh, no. And he's like, uh, Jerry, you're going to have uh, to go or else we're all going down. <laughs> uh, gosh. Here's a life jacket. That's awful. Yeah. But also great. Yeah. 
But we really should, you know, cut back on our weight gain as Americans. Yeah, we should kind of chill. My weakness right now is um, sour cream and onion chips. I noticed. I love those things. Rebecca was going full ham on anybody who got close to her sour cream it's and onion snack. chips during dinner. Like, and I don't want my blown. husband to buy more next time he goes to the store because I'm trying to quit it. Mm-hmm. But while they're here, I want to keep eating them. Right. So let me finish my bag, okay? I let just, me finish my full, fresh bag of sour cream and onion chips. And when it's gone, it's gone. What's crazy is my liners were supposed to come in on Sunday so or on Monday. So I was like, okay, I'm going all out with the snacks. All out with the snacks. Mm-hmm. So Sunday, I totally ate not healthy, snacked all day long. And then... My liners didn't come. So then I was like, Monday, you know, it was kind of a crazy day. So I didn't get to snack a lot during the day, but I, I had some snacks last night and then today the the liners still didn't come. And I'm like, (laughs) if those liners don't get here, I'm going to weigh like 500 pounds by Friday. You're just going to keep snacking and snacking and snacking. Rebecca. What? I have some unfortunate news. Oh no. What? I got a poop so dang bad. Are you serious? Like right now? I got to actually take a bathroom break. How much time do we have left in the podcast? 15 minutes. And, and you have I've to been, leave and go poop? I've been holding it for 30. <laughs> I've drank two cups of coffee in the last hour. I don't know if you can look at my face right now and tell, but I'm sweating. I don't even want to let you go. I'm getting I'm getting borderline turtle. Oh gosh. Right? Okay, we don't need to know anymore. I'm just say I I'm sorry. So we're just gonna stop the podcast. I'm gonna pause it and then when I get back, we're gonna play. And whenever people are listening back, it's gonna be so dang smooth. They're not even gonna notice I was gone. Except for that you just explained all of it. Right. I gotta go. <laughs> okay. Can you wait till you get to the bathroom? <laughs> Did everything come out okay? Oh, better than okay. That was much needed. Thank you so much. I also opened the air conditioner vent above your head, which I forgot to open. Oh. Because I close it during the day because I'm always freezing in here. So for the first (laughs) three quarters of this podcast, we were just lab. There There was was, no vent. There was no vent. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, let the venting begin, I guess. Yeah, you're oh much cooler Ooh. now, and now you can think more clearly. I feel lighter. Now that you're not thinking about how much you have to go to the bathroom. Oh, gosh. I, I feel cooler. I feel lighter. Yep. Okay, let's recap. Yep, let's recap. We were talking about how innovative people have been during this pandemic and creating things on the water. Correct. That are really appealing. Yeah. Like businesses, like I think that this could be really lucrative. Well, there's this couple in New York that decided to be really creative, but it didn't work out so well. Uh Uh-oh. You know those like really massive pool floats you can get? They're like flamingos or unicorns. You're talking about like the huge ones. The huge ones. Like takes up the whole pool. Like a large in-ground pool, it would take up like half of the pool. Yeah. Well, this couple bought a swan float. Okay. Probably off of Amazon. Right. And they thought they would throw it in the East River in Manhattan and just float around in the river, which, don't get me wrong, that does sound pleasant. (laughs) Sounds like it worked just fine. What's the problem? I've been in the East River on a very large boat, and it's very beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was colder from the time of year that I went, but I bet it was a great way to cool off, hang out with... It was a couple, so hang out with, you know, your best friend. Pal. In in a massive swan, just watching the day go by. Well, it started out well and quite pleasant until, like, the water got a little 
rocky. Well, rocky. And and the swan pool float was overcome by a fast moving current and placed in the way of marine traffic. Marine traffic, <laughs> like boats? Yeah, so like oh. like the large boats because it transfers you back and forth between the islands. Right. Yeah, and those are really really massive boats in this massive pool. Swan flow is is no match for the marine traffic. Sure. Yeah, and so um <clears throat> Didn't go so well, huh? No, no, they had to be rescued. <laughs> really? Yeah, they had to be rescued. So water rescue comes up, EMS is there making sure they're okay. The, the couple was in the water. Like, they were no longer in their swan float. Like, the currents of the other marine traffic must have flipped really? it and pushed them out, which I'm sure was incredibly scary. I don't even know if they had life jackets on or anything. But the people were okay. They get them on a safety boat. The greatest part is like they like they drag the swan float like back with them. Not the people, <laughs> but like the rescuers. Right. I mean, I guess you don't want to leave it in the water, yeah. but like you see it being towed back behind the rescue <laughs> boat. And this poor couple, they had to be like so humiliated. They had this great idea to just float on the water in this big swan and could have gone really, really bad. Could have gone better. It could have gone better. <laughs> I wonder how long they were out there. I don't for. know, man. I'd be terrified, though. I, did, I guess I didn't realize how like scared I am of open water until this podcast. I'm not like scared, scared, but definitely don't don't want to be stranded out there without a life jacket. Right. You know, it's one thing when you're like you have a life jacket on and you're out and the lake or the river or whatever, and you know you have that life jacket, but when you don't have a life jacket and you have to depend on treading water, you're going to get tired Dude, pretty fast. treading water is tough. Like uh -huh. real tough. I don't know if you've ever just sat in, in the deep part of a pool and tried to tread water for as long as possible. I mean, I was a lifeguard, so part of passing okay, the fair. test, I believe you have to tread water for 30 minutes. That's It's, it's hard for a regular individual who is not like in shape, mm -hmm. eh, it's it's tough. But there is always the back float. Like if you get tired from treading water, you can just float on your back. I can't. You can't float on your back? No, I sink. My entire you know family what? sinks. Jay West can't float on his back either, but it, he attributes it to having scoliosis, which you had as well. That's true. I don't think so that's is the it case, a scoliosis though. Thing? What, does that make your bones more dense? No, I thought it was that you can't get the proper arch of your back to to be able to float. I don't know, because like none of my family can float on their back. We all sink. Oh, you're gonna die then. Oh, I know. If you get in a I'm situation, so. yeah. But I can, I can, I I can float on. I can maintain my head, my face above water, on my back. I can float on my back with effort. Like I can't just. If go, you're like. Like I can sit like, there and like, like slowly tread water swimming backwards. on your back. Essentially, yes, I can swim yes. in circles on my back <laughs> and maintain a float. But treading water just straight up, no way, dude. That's hard. This summer, I have a pool that's just up the street from my house, and my daughter and I frequent this pool. And one day, I was swimming with her, and I thought I could trust her, and I decided just to float on my back. That little stinker like came up to me and she like jumped and pushed my stomach down. Ooh. I folded like a lawn chair, yeah. like went under the water, sucked in a bunch of water because <laughs> I totally didn't expect it. I was just floating on my back, enjoying the day. And she sunk me. You got wrecked. I would never have done that to her. I will now. Sure. I'm waiting for the she opportunity. It now. But who does that? Did she get? In, did you yell at her, or what? Did you laugh? I laughed. Okay. Well, when I came up because I had taken in so much water, I did like the man belch, you know, like <clears> you're choking <throat> on the water, and you're yeah. like, Ugh. and then we laughed at that, and then I was like, why did you do that? And then she was <laughs> laughing, and then I was laughing, and yeah, I gotta yeah. say, like as a teenager, there's nothing better than pulling something like that on one of your parents. And them actually not yelling at you for it. <laughs> like, whatever, you could do something and they have a good time and you have a good, like, it was just like, oh, wow, you did get me, teenage son or daughter. It's like, it feels good. I I can't really think of a time where I've yelled at my kids for playing, like, a prank on me like that. Yeah. 
I think I have always laughed. I don't know if I ever played many pranks on my parents. I do more so, I don't play pranks on my parents, but I'm more like pally, I guess, with my parents now. I'd be more likely to do something like that now than I would have as a teenager. Hold on, hold on. I just looked up why some people can't float. (laughs) And it says that it depends on body density and their ability to displace enough water to float. People with smaller body types tend to have trouble. (laughs) I tell you what, it's a numbers game. It also says or muscular, but I thought I'd leave Ah, that part out. Smaller or muscular body types tend to have trouble. It's a numbers game. Proportionally, more a larger percentage of my body is taken up by bones because I'm skinnier. I don't have as much fat holding me up and everything like that. Well, either do I. Okay. Oh uh, my gosh. Moving on. Um uh, what else do we have to Oh shoot, you know what? We're getting so close to the end of the podcast. Wow. Oh, Whoa, would you look at the time? Holy cow. Wow, sun sun looks great these days, huh? How's the weather outside? Is it still raining? You know what? Here's the thing. I can float. You can't. Guess who's going to die when we're in an open body (laughs) of water together and with no life jackets? Oh, yeah? Think about this. Think about this, Rebecca. Because I can't float. I'm not going to save you. Because I'm not playing life on easy mode, I've got to struggle to stay afloat. I've got to work out. I've got to exercise. You're going to So whenever it comes time where we're a mile and a half from the the shore and we got to swim... Guess who's going to have already the in the uh, guess who's already going to have enough muscle and dexterity and dexterity and, and exercise and uh, strong str- strides to, to make the swim. And guess who isn't? You're going to die. No, I'm, gonna- I'm not because I can float. Oh, wow. You're just going to float towards the shore. Yeah. No, you're going to float further out. Ha- haven't you ever been in a boat that's just sitting still? Where does it always go to? Outside. Of the uh, floats out. No, it doesn't. It always floats in. Rebecca, how 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 many times Nathan, have you been at the beach and you're like, you suddenly turn around often, and you're like, holy how cow! How often I floated. do you see the waves going away from the beach? So you're telling me right now that nobody ever gets taken adrift out to sea. Well, if they get caught in a current. However. Every single time you're in a boat, you end up in like a sand barge or something. You always have to like start the the motor up again and to push yourself away because you're always floating inland. So by by your freaking weird idea. How often have you been on a boat? You can just like you're you're stranded out in the ocean. Oh, just float. You'll you'll end up on land eventually. True, maybe. Assuming the Freaking buzzards don't eat your carcass as it's floating because you're not going to survive. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I could, you're more likely to float away from I the land. I could float and then I could swim a while and then and I get tired. I out. float. I, and I then disagree. I sw- eventually I'm going to run into land or a boat or something. Or run out of energy and die. Like you. No, 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 no. Because, because while all this float. is happening, I'm already at the shore. No. I already outswam you. <laughs> it's like from the other guys. No, nah, I was thinking about that. <laughs> it's my domain. Anyway. That's a lot of a lot of water. That's a lot of water. A lot of water to talk about. Does it make you want to go swimming? It does actually. It makes me want to go to the beach. I must travel. I do too. I really want to go on a cruise again. I want to fly somewhere. I want to go to a beach. What if what if you flew and then landed on a cruise ship? That way, two birds with one stone. That, no. No? I mean, helicopter, maybe. Well, yeah. Ooh, what if you you parachuted onto a... Okay. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. 
would you take your bags on the parachute with you? Or would you I would send those ahead. Send those ahead onto the boat. Who wants to carry them on? It's true. But Check Im- them in. Imagine how scary that'd be. Don't forget to tip the If guy. you miss the boat. Mm-hmm. And then your parachute is getting all tangled up under the water and it like maybe drowns you. No, I would just float on my back. Oh, oh okay. Sure. I would use the parachute as a flotation device. Oh, I, uh, I think of that. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Thank you guys so much for listening to <laughs> uh, episode 86 of Vent Lab. No live stream. Yeah, Nathan's getting married on Friday. Yeah. So this Friday. Is, oh, wait, what'd you say? <laughs> Nathan's going to a wedding I'm on Friday. I'm going to a wedding. Uh, I'm not getting married yet. <laughs> but he's single and looking. I'm single and ready to mingle. <laughs> Win a date with Nathan Reese. For any contractors Next. out there, I'm single and ready to shingle. The, the, <laughs> live, house. the live stream on Friday will actually be happening. I will be running a contest while Nathan is at the wedding called Win a Date with Nathan Reese. You would not dare. Do you not want me to? I don't know. Depends who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. 816-787-1511 is if the text line. If you want to date Nathan. No. I mean, I will. I mean, but. <laughs> I'll uh, set it up. Okay. That's enough. I'll filter the entries. My name is Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.